Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are, I want to wish you all a happy Friday. It is Friday, October the 30th, 2020. My name is Arlene Petway, and I'd like to welcome you to the Christpirations podcast. No safe space. Safe spaces is a common phrase these days. Especially on college campuses, they are adamant about carving out a space where people can freely express themselves without backlash unless you are a Bible-believing Christian with opposing views. That's a travesty. I could say much more about that, but that's not my focus here. One of my favorite radio broadcasters made a profound statement. She said, the gospel has never dwelt in safety. Look at the history. It never has. Believing the gospel of the kingdom is not a safe thing to do. I'm talking about the true gospel, not a gospel that has been watered down or has been supplemented with prosperity or social justice overtones. The pure gospel. If you are one that espouses the real gospel and endeavors to live it, you are a target. And that has always been the case throughout history. Cancel culture is nothing new. The gospel is not widely accepted. The masses do not embrace it. It is seen as a threat. So we as Christians should not be surprised by the opposition. 1 John 3.13 says this, Do not be surprised, brothers, that the world hates you. If your stand puts you in direct conflict with the world, congratulations, you are right on track. But if the world embraces and loves and promotes you, beware because you are off track. As Paul arrives in Rome, he he has the chance to explain his position to his Jewish brothers and sisters there. They haven't heard the full accusations against Paul, but they knew one thing. This belief system was denounced and hated everywhere. So they finally hear it for themselves and they come to the conclusion that they're going to hate it too. Acts 28, 17 to 28. It says this. Three days later, he called together the local Jewish leaders. When they had assembled, Paul said to them, my brothers, although I have done nothing against our people, or against the customs of our ancestors, I was arrested in Jerusalem and handed over to the Romans. They examined me and wanted to release me because I was not guilty of any crime deserving death. The Jews objected, so I was compelled to make an appeal to Caesar. I certainly did not intend to bring any charge against my own people. For this reason, I have asked to see you and talk with you. It is because of the hope of Israel that I am bound with this chain. They replied, We have not received any letters from Judea concerning you, and none of our people who have come from there have reported or said anything bad about you. But we want to hear what your views are, for we know that people everywhere are against this sect. They arranged to meet Paul on a certain day and came in even larger numbers to the place where he was staying. He 
He witnessed to them from morning till evening, explaining the kingdom of God. And from the law of Moses and from the prophets, he tried to persuade them about Jesus. Some were convinced by what he said, but others would not believe. They disagreed among themselves and began to leave after Paul made this final statement. The Holy Spirit spoke the truth to your ancestors when he said through Isaiah the prophet, Go to this people and say, You will be ever hearing but never understanding. You will be ever seeing but never perceiving. For these people's hearts have become callous. They, are, they hardly hear with their ears and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their hearts and turn and I would heal them. Therefore, I want you to know that God's salvation has been sent to the Gentiles and they will listen. History tells us that Paul lived in Rome a few years before Nero came to the throne and had him killed. He preached the whole time. Some believe, most did not. Even if you make inroads, remember the gospel is not a safe space. You enter the kingdom at much risk and with great sacrifice. The way of the cross is not comfortable or easy nor safe, but it is the way. Matthew 16, 24 to 27 says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. In the days that lie ahead, be sure of what you stand for, and that you are truly following the way of the kingdom. John 18, 36 says, Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I might be delivered over the Jews. But my kingdom is not from this world. So beware, the gospel of the kingdom is not safe.